Hey everybody, welcome back to Doing the Thing. Uh, today we've got a different kind of topic than what we normally speak about. As you know, we're career ownership coaches. Uh, we like to talk a lot about entrepreneurship as that way to own your career. There are a lot of other ways, however. So that's getting that job that you like, becoming an entrepreneur where you're working within an organization, you have that freedom and flexibility uh, to make your own schedule and still get that daily paycheck. Uh, but you've got to get that job. So one of the things that is a barrier to entry into those types of roles is the applicant tracking system. A lot of you have probably heard about ATS. So Phil and I are going to talk about the ATS and, and how to upload your resume to some of those, um, um, those advertised job listings out there that you'll find on Indeed or corporate pages and things like that. So I'm joined as always by Phil. How are you doing today, buddy? I am good, my brother. Um, and I think this is important. So yeah, like Jason mentioned, we work in uh, helping people open up new possibilities, right? And you know, exploring additional options to the traditional job market, corporate America kind of thing. And we've all seen that there's been a mass amount of job shedding. And whether or not you're in a sector that's been affected, mostly it's been uh, financial services, it's been um, creatives and ad agencies, and certainly it's been in the tech sector, right? And whether or not you're affected and you're in one of those sectors, there's just a lot more people out there on the market. There's more jobs being created, but there's also just a ton of candidates. And imagining those Fortune 500 companies 98% of them use applicant tracking systems, 55% of medium-sized companies, and even up to 30% of small companies. And for those of you that either want to explore additional career possibilities and want to stay on the job market and see what the best option is for you, and then sometimes there's clients we work with that just say, hey, you know, I'm not, you know, entrepreneurship isn't right for me. I need to stay on the job market. Our goal for today's call is to give you some tips to know what you're up against with that ATS system. And you gotta know how it works and why you may not be getting the traction in the market that you're looking for. So I think it's an important topic and hopefully it helps all of you listening. Yeah, and, and, and just to be clear, this is not the best way to get a job. So, Un, so advertised job listings, uh, I think only account for about, uh, I think it's 27% hires. And, and because most are unadvertised and they're hired through networking, through relationships, through, um, through internal, internal hires and even talent hires and, and, and talent hire. That's maybe, the, maybe that's something that we can discuss at a different, uh, on a different episode because there's a lot of notes like that I have on that, but it's diversifying yourself and bring, getting yourself out there. So you still be, should be, um, applying for those advertised positions, but there's ways to be able for, to get you to rise to the top of that ATS through keywords in your resume. I actually have some, some technology and some tools to talk about on that on here that are free that you can actually, uh, see if you're doing your keywords correctly on your targeted resume. And there's lots of different resumes out there. So, so some of you have been in the job market for a while, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I, I talked to a lot of uh, veterans that are just now getting out of the military after 20 years and only being in the military since high school. They have no idea what the targeted and the master resume is. And that mm. master resume, that's everything you've ever done. 
that's everything, your skills, your experiences, your different jobs you've been at, um, and your education. Um, that targeted resume is a different resume for every position that you apply for because you are applying those keywords in that listing. Wow, that is dropping some major knowledge there. And let me just say, you know, we're not just two knuckleheads out there having theories. Jason is actually teaching on base, teaching these uh, strategies on how to help veterans transition into the civilian market. And this is some of the coursework that he shares with. And how many students do you work with right now, Jason? Generally, it's, uh, it's about 40 or 50 uh, per class, sometimes a little bit more. Um, uh, but yeah, I do uh, I do this on the base here locally in New Mexico and Kirtland Air Force Base. Um, and then um, I do have some traveling coming up, uh, Camp Pendleton and things like that. So I'll be taking it national. Really? Camp Pendleton? Yeah, yeah, right next door, man. We're going to be doing some episodes in person again. 45 minutes away, my friend, but uh, we digress. Yeah, um, the applicant tracking system. So first, can you just kind of share what it is and why it's used? So it's a keyword search. So you, employers use the software to kind of streamline the way they track, collect, sort, and pinpoint resumes. So that's based off of required qualifications, not preferred. So required, that's the keyword there. Required qualifications versus preferred. Uh, preferred, hey, it'd be nice if you had these. Required, you have to have these. Um, so they use it different algorithms, algorithms and even varying degrees of artificial intelligence. ChatGPT might be a great tool to help you find your keywords for that targeted resume. Just go saying, back to the last week's episode because we covered ChatGPT. That's right. Um, so it is a searchable system for the hiring organization, but not only identifies qualified candidates, but it's also used for posting job listings to multiple job boards. So a job board is like Indeed, Monster, things like that. Um, um, you know, it determines where applicants located the, the job listing so they can actually track and also helps them with the marketing of that job listing too. So there's a lot of features on that ATS and it can actually be, there can actually be features in it for scheduling interviews, sending emails to candidates and alerts to that employer as well. Interesting. So what I'm hearing, first of all, is it's kind of an aggregation push site where you create your required and preferred, you figure out the keywords that you want resume screen for, and it pushes it out to all the job sites, but then it pushes back in. How does it interpret those uh, resumes? It's, it does that algorithm search. Um, you know what, that's a, that's a technical question that I probably couldn't answer myself, but I do know that um, there's, there's a lot of them that only work with Word documents and some of them only work with PDF documents. So you have to be very careful when you're reading the instructions on that job listing on how they want it formatted and how they want the application filled out as well. No, mm -hmm. never put on your application, see resume. <laughs> if they ask you something that's on your resume, you write it on the application too. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. So before, um, before I left my corporate job of 12 years, 
uh, I started to explore the job market. And, you know, I wasn't happy with the traction I got. I blamed it on the fact that I was 55 at the time. And I also blamed on the fact that I had a senior VP title and maybe that wage and age factor played a role. But the reality is um, I was using a master resume and not a targeted resume. And so why don't you speak a little bit, if you would, about why it's important to have a targeted resume. So a master resume, you know, you, you've, you've been um, working for years. Your master resume is probably several pages long. Most employers were, um, only want to work with a two-page resume because most employers, when they're getting a lot of candidates coming through, they're probably only scanning, scanning each resume for about 30 seconds. So do you think that having an eight page resume is going to give them the details that they, they need in a really quick amount of time? Probably not. So doing that targeted resume that's written specifically for the role and keeping it down to one, two pages at the most, um, most of them are two pages, keeping it down to two pages and really looking at that listing at their requirements and writing um, your statements on there, uh, your bullets on there that are in alignment with what they are looking for. Have you ever heard of a star statement? No. So, so a star statement is, is a way to really kind of, you know, get, describe yourself a little bit better. So it's uh, your situation, task, actions, and results. So it's a format on your resume bullets that really makes sense. And it's a really good way to answer questions in an interview as well. So your summary section and your bullets underneath your, your qualifications and things like that, you could actually sneak those keywords into your star statements so that you can actually get more of them in there. Instead of having everything front loaded on your summary, it's peppered throughout your resume. And you can actually use some online tools to see if you are like hitting it at 60% or 70%, and it could actually grade you on, on how well you're doing. So there's, mm. a, um, there's a resource called jobscan.io that can do that for you. It's completely free. Uh, another one was topresume.com. SkillSinker is a good one. That's completely free as well. That that lets you upload your resume as well as the job listing and help you do a comparison of whether or not you're hitting the keywords correctly. Interesting. You know, and I I want to make a general statement. Being an older dude, I'm 61 in April. Um, you know, like I was sharing with Jason before the call. I've done kickboxing for 13, 14 years. And in this pea brain mind of mine that still thinks I'm 30, I don't believe that I have to stretch or warm up. I can just go out there and kick like I did as a 30 year old. So two weeks ago, I popped my hamstring, right? And I share that example because many of the folks that we talk to are in their later stages of their career, right? They're in their late 40s, early 50s, late 50s, et cetera. And they're still applying the job market thinking of when they were 30 years old to a market that has diversified and changed and become AI driven. Yeah. And all those things that are important about your experience that used to land you jobs don't really matter if you're not keyword optimized for ATS because they're just never gonna see you in the first place. There's yeah. just a small portion of people that actually a person actually looks at that resume, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and the way that you, you go through those keywords, the way that you, you should always do that manual analysis first, before you use any of these systems, you want to look at the, um, phrases that they have, like supervise and resolve problems, uh, performance management. If you have a lot of acronyms in your resume, but they actually spell it all out, spell out every single uh, acronym. Look at those requirements, supervisory experience, two years required, you know, HR duties required, eight years or whatever, Microsoft Office, you know, those types of things on the requirements. And then look at your qualifications and, and show how you can reword some of your qualifications to meet those requirements. That, that sounds sense. like a hell of a lot of work, but. <laughs> Is it worth getting the job you want? <laughs> yeah, for those people, and, and, you know, I've talked to many of them that are like, hey, you know, I, ha I have what I think is a great resume, but I'm really discouraged because I've been on the market four weeks, six weeks, two, three months, whatever that number is, and I'm not getting any callbacks. This is probably why. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, no one's seeing you. You're not getting, uh, you're not getting through the system. And of course, there's there's some other key things that you have to do. You just don't fire and forget and send that resume up. You got to network. You've got to do some informational interviews with people in the organization that you're you're applying for. Try to find them on LinkedIn. Try to find them, you know, at networking meetings and things like that, formal and informal. Um, it's getting yourself out there. Uh, you know, Twitter's kind of a cesspool, but Twitter is a really great way of finding senior leadership in many corporations and finding out what's going on with that with that company and being able to gather information on that company and actually engage with their content and, and maybe blast some of that content out yourself, reposting it, putting it up on LinkedIn and things like that too. Those are ways that you can connect the dots on, on those, um, those advertised listings without being a part of the organization and actually know somebody in the organization. So, yeah, and statistics would say that 38% of all jobs are on the hidden job market, meaning they're not posted yet, they're internal, they're getting ready to blah, blah, blah. Um, but I'm going to make a general statement of fact, and you tell me if you disagree with this. And my statement of fact is, if all you're doing is looking at job boards and pushing out resumes, chances are really it. high you're going to fail. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to get there, or at least not as fast as you want to be. Yeah, so to summarize, um, we, we have an idea of the different types of resumes that are out there. We have an idea of how to analyze those keywords and some tools on top of that to help us out. But at the end of the day, like, like Phil said, if you're not going out there and you're networking and you're not going out there and be a little bit more proactive, uh, it's you you're going to slow down your progress when you're just going for those advertised job listings and not doing the work on top of that to find people in that company, do those informational interviews and engage with that employer. So I really hope this was helpful for you guys. Uh, go ahead and drop us a note. If you have any other kind of questions on this stuff, like, like Phil said, I teach this stuff all the time and I'm always getting the most up-to-date information from the department of labor. So this is really fun for me to talk about. And I've, you know, we just overall, we want to see you guys succeed, you know, whether it's in entrepreneurship or employment or entrepreneurship. So we're going to continue to blast this kind of, hopefully helpful content and uh, see you uh, as much as possible. 
Awesome, man. Thanks for letting us pick your brain and great information here. And for those of you listening, please take it to heart. Please re-strategize and we will see you on the next episode. Rock and roll. Have a good one.